It's England. It's USA. It's Iran. And it's Wales. It's Group B. And it's the 2002 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. It's the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. Okay, well, uh, let's move on to part three. That ends the kind of the history section of the game. And we're going to start actually with uh, just an overview uh, of the uh, kind of a summary and then um, a comment on their recent form coming into this cup. So uh, we'll begin with uh, England and uh, I'll do the summary and Connor will speak to their recent form. So uh, here we go. England's uh, football history has more disappointment than glory. Their only true glory is the 1966 World Cup. And even that was marred by a, a questionable goal. But uh, even that, uh, even if that doesn't constitute a strong period, or sorry, I should say that doesn't constitute a strong period, and they don't have one to speak of since their biggest successes are surrounded by flat or poor results. Third place in the 1968 Euro Cup, for example, is surrounded by a non-qualification in 1964 and in 1972. And then their 1966, sorry, 1996 uh, semi-final finish in the Euro Cup became, um, uh, were, were, took place before a group stage exit uh, in the previous cup and was followed by the same in 2000. Uh, this, um, their second place in in their recent cup um, may may turn out to be a strong period for them, but really uh, England's psychological state has been more defining than their record. Uh, for much of their history, it's been kind of an unjustified self superiority, though mixed uncomfortably with their hand wringing anxiety. Uh, they declared themselves the best team in the early years, but did not take part in the cup. Uh, when they did, they were taken down a peg by teams like the USA or Hungary, uh, or USA and Hungary, or performed poorly in cups. Their high expectations have delivered some results at the game level, or especially in recent qualifying campaigns where they're imperious. But um, those expectations have often been a barrier to them, leaving them stifled on the field and unable to perform to their potential. Uh, most evidently from 2010 to 2016. Uh, they, steam, they seem stunned, for example, by USA's goal in 2010, which left them unable to recover from their keeper's mistake. And it was similar when Iceland took a lead against them in 2016. How about their recent form, Connor? Yeah, well, good showings in 2018 and 2020 uh maybe putting this defining form behind them, at least the deer in the headlights form that has led to many drab performances over the past 20 years at least. Uh, the self-superiority the self superiority seems to survive all contrary evidence uh, and was acknowledged as a problem by their own FA uh, in the need for greater humility uh, when their suggested hashtag for a World Cup bid, uh, football's coming home, uh, was rejected. 
the recent qualification runs do support this confidence, but the pressure uh, it comes with still acts as a barrier, as arguably it did in the 2020 Euro final shootout. All right, moving on to USA, which is a, a bit shorter here. So uh, in summary, USA is known for their grit. That was certainly evident in the early years, especially in their tenacious clinging to a one nothing win over England in the 1950 World Cup. They all but disappeared from the soccer scene after that, but they came roaring back in around 1990 to rival Mexico as the top team in their region. They also battled their way into respectability at the World Cup, looking feeble in a couple of campaigns in the 1990s, but passing the group stage three out of four times from 2004 to 2014. The USA have suffered a decline in recent years. Uh, their failure to qualify for the 2018 World Cup might be seen as errant, except they were unconvincing in 2022, also with a particularly poor road record. The 2019-2021 Gold Cup wins do, uh, do argue their strength in the region, but the tournaments are hosted at home where they are strong, so it leaves a bit of doubt how they will perform in World Cups outside of America, although that's not a worry for them in 2026. Uh, in the USA's favour, they are a determined and resilient team with plenty of talent, uh, even if that choice of riches sometimes confuses the matter for them. Um, really, one can't help believe that they will uh, bounce back uh, from their recent disappointments. Right, and I think we made a mistake there. We said they won the Gold Cup in 2019, but it was actually second place. Uh, right. Second place there. All right, let's move on to uh, a summary of Iran. So their three Asian Cups in a row from 1968 to 1976 saw them kings of Asia, even if they didn't reflect that in World Cup play with only one qualification in 1978. They remained among the top teams with top four finishes in the 1980s and sometimes in the decade after. From the turn of the millennium in particular, they have been a rung below the top teams in the region, finishing in the quarterfinals of the Asian Cup and finish any, finishing anywhere from second to fourth in their final World Cup qualifying groups, even when they did qualify. They seem more like a top Asian team in World Cup qualifying, winning their group over South Korea three times in a row from 2014. But unlike Japan and South Korea, they have not passed the group stage of a World Cup. Iran seemed to creep ever closer to passing a World Cup group stage, uh, once, once vulnerable to, to second-tier teams like China and Syria. Their consistency in qualification has improved, allowing them to once again finish ahead of South Korea in 2022 qualifying, despite being bested by them. Also, reaching the semi-final stage of the Asian Cup for the first time since, 20, since 2004 does now seem to put them among the top Asian teams again uh, in recent years. All right, a bit of improvement, uh, it seems, with uh, Iran, and we will move on to Wales. Uh, finally, uh, the few times they have been successful, uh, Wales has been very successful. Uh, interestingly, they've never been knocked out in a group stage in either the World Cup or Euro Cup uh, play. Uh, their only World Cup in 1958 saw them reaching the quarterfinals, and their only uh, Euro Cup in 2016 saw them reaching the semifinals. Correction on that, they uh, reached the round of 16 in, in 2020 also. 
Uh, that should not over the fa overshadow the fact that they don't reach the cup most of the time. And in the case of the World Cup, uh, they have very rarely even come close. Uh, Wales's recent form then is the best period in their history. It is largely due to two great players in Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, as well as a traditionally solid defence that has found more consistency than in the past. Uh, the supporting cast, though, should not be overlooked, um, but is made up of mostly second-tier players, although it's arguably stronger in 2022 than it was in 2016. Having said that, they did well to reach Group A in the UEFA Nations League in 2020-21, to but it's proved too rich for them, and uh, even though it's still in progress, they are already demoted back to League B. What will become of Wales after their starge age out is a matter of speculation. However, they are currently making the best of them. All right. Uh, do you agree with those summaries? I felt we were a little hard on England there, do you think? I, I think with England, you have to take the long view. Um, you know, they've had some good recent results, but like you said, their, their only true glory was in 1966. That was a long time ago. Um, a lot of other teams have come and gone and won Euros and won World Cups, and smaller teams like Denmark have won the Euros in Greece, and England still haven't. So, um, you know, I think taking the long view, I, I think it's fair to say that they, they consider themselves a bigger team than perhaps they are. Yeah, I mean, it is a, a really odd mix of kind of um, overconfidence or uh, self-superiority, as we said, and then this, this kind of anxious side uh, anxious side to them. I'm not really sure how to balance those two things. Yeah, and obviously the Premier League is strong, but there's obviously a lot of foreign players there as well, so you can't always just equate the strength of their domestic league with the strength of the national team. Right, well said. Well, we're already launching into our discussion a little bit, but we are going to cover the rankings uh, of each team. Do you want to handle that? Yeah, so England, the pot one team, were fifth in the FIFA rankings, um, and are sorry, are fifth in the FIFA rankings and twelfth uh, in ELO. Um, anything you want to mention about England there? No, not really. They've kind of always been in the top ten. In in June two thousand and fifteen, they dropped down to fifteenth in FIFA rankings, but at that time they were eighth in the ELO rankings. So, uh, yeah, they've dipped a bit below ten, but it, it's kind of a moot point. Yeah. Uh, the USA are currently 14th in FIFA and 24th in ELO. Um, any comments there? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they've uh, been up and down more than England, uh, kind of ranging between, uh, I would say, around 35 uh, in both ranking systems. Um, I personally don't think that the, uh, the FIFA is right here. I don't think USA is 14th and I think 24th is closer to the truth. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree. But um, again, we'll, we'll get into that, I guess, in our discussion. Yeah. Um, looking at Iran, they're very similar in both ranking systems. They're 23rd in FIFA and 25th in ELO. So just one spot back of the United States, which is interesting. Yeah, they were, uh, um, as we said, they had kind of some weak points. So they were uh, 51st in, in FIFA in December 2014 and 42nd in ELO. And even below those two numbers in uh, December 2009. But then way back in 2005, they were uh, 17th in both. So um, kind of coming and going. But I think we said uh, they've become more consistent 
uh, in recent years. So um, those rankings look right to me. Yeah, and then Wales, they're 19th in FIFA. Um, so actually uh, ahead of Iran, even though Wales are the pot four team, and they're 23rd in the ELO ranking. So actually ahead of both USA and Iran in the ELO rankings. So those three teams are 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Wow. So some uh, perhaps some indication of a tight group. Yeah, we tend to trust uh, we tend to trust uh, the ELO rankings a bit more. Uh, if we've talked about USA and Iran being up and down, Wales was uh, 114th in FIFA rankings in uh, June 2011. That was uh, just 78th, which is low enough in ELO rankings, and uh, they've kind of uh, crept up uh, since then. I know you were handing the mic over to me for. Um, uh, kind of a historical perspective, but uh, I couldn't help getting into into my opinions on that. All good. Well, we'll discuss now the, the head-to-heads. Okay. Um, so this is where teams have met in, in competitive matches. So um, England versus USA. Uh, the USA has a better record. Um, England has no wins and one tie and one loss. Well, you got to think that's a bit aggravating for England, but uh, that's uh, that's the case. They've only met the two times. We talked a lot about the 1950 World Cup uh, win by the USA, and then in 2010, uh, they seemed to get nervy uh, after USA scored, and it ended a 1-1 tie. So interesting to see uh, how it'll turn out in this cup, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, history on the side of the USA, surprisingly. Uh-huh. Um, England and Iran have never met, so there's nothing to speak of there. Um, England and Wales have met um, 11 times um, in competitive matches, so that's World Cups, Euros are qualifying. Um, and England have 10 wins, and there's just one tie um, for Wales, England undefeated. Right, so they don't seem to, uh, you know... Um get disrupted the way Belgium does when Belgium plays Wales. And even in recent times, 2012, uh, England won twice. And 2016, in that Euro Cup where Wales did well, England still won. So uh, they don't seem rattled by Wales. That's right. Um, We've mentioned USA versus England already. Um, USA versus um, Iran um, favors Iran. Uh, one win for Iran in, in their one competitive meeting. That's right. Yeah, Iran only has two World Cup wins, and this was the first of them in 1998. It kind of uh, adds a, a bit of an interesting twist to this World Cup. Yeah. And then uh, the USA have never met Wales, um, and Wales have never met Iran either. Right. Okay. So uh, some interesting <clears throat> some interesting turns there, especially uh, USA's winning record over England. And, um, of course, the one meeting between Iran and USA doesn't mean much, but it adds a bit of spice. Adds a bit of spice. Okay, we're going to move on to odds, and we will take a look at the odds of uh, the teams to advance from the group. And I've compiled these odds by looking at, I think, three or four websites and just compiling the odds. So we're not really uh, talking about gambling here. We're talking really about how odds makers are looking at this team. And we're going to talk about whether we ultimately agree with the chances they give. Do you want to take us through, uh, Connor? Yeah, so England are given a 95% uh, chance or likelihood to advance from this group. 
uh, USA and Iran, fascinatingly, are identical um, on average at 47.2% to advance. And Wales, um, by the odds makers or the outsiders, um, at just uh, a 19.4% chance to advance. Yeah, well, it's an interesting contrast here, Connor, because I also uh, I also compiled odds uh, on which team would win the group. I didn't think they were interesting as these ones to advance, but um, uh, in that one, uh, uh, the USA is given a 15% chance of winning, Wales a 14% chance, and Iran a 5% chance. Those numbers don't mean much in themselves, but uh, relatively speaking, um, it's so different than than what's presented here. Uh, I think I think the takeaway from that is that uh, there's a lot of confusion about these bottom three teams and uh, how they're going to place out. All right. Well, let's cut through that confusion um, with our uh, discussion and predictions. All right. Well, I think uh, it looks like England's gonna gonna win the group, and almost uh, I agree with the odds that it's very unlikely that they wouldn't advance. I think England's England's biggest obstacle uh, is their own nerves, which they seem to be overcoming uh, overcoming in the last few years. But I wonder if that penalty shootout will will throw them back into it, or perhaps their history uh, with USA will throw them back into it. Uh, uh, two, how about you? Yeah, I, I think England seem to have sorted out some of the uh, kind of the, the mentality issues that has been their problem. So um, I see them, yeah, very likely advancing and, and most likely in first place too. I, I think we're seeing in England over the last few years that on the whole has been fairly consistent and that consistency should be good enough to to see them win this group. True, I mean, but I don't think you can apply their consistency in qualifying to their consistency in tournaments. I mean, sometimes they they seem to freeze on the pitch, uh, like against Iceland, and, and uh, I find them quite dull to watch because of that. I mean, you look at them playing in the league in England and you don't see, uh, you often don't see their talent really coming to fruition because they just seem nervous as hell. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a different England. I think it's, it's you know, I think, um, you know, a slightly younger team, a slightly different mentality, a younger manager. Um, you know, I think those have been issues of the past, but on the whole, I expect England to to put them right, um, as really they've been doing in recent tournaments. Yeah, I, I still think the issue for them is really overcoming themselves. I mean, they're a lot stronger than each of these teams by every objective measure. Uh, I think, I think, we put it well when we said that the main thing in their way is uh, is their own psychology. Yeah. How, uh, how do you see the um, the other three teams? USA, Iran, Wales. Obviously, Elo puts them almost identical. Um, the odds makers seem to have a bit of confusion. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I expressed an opinion when you showed the rankings. I think 14th in the FIFA rankings is uh, outrageous. Uh, and I agree with the, the uh, ELO rankings that, that they're all really close together. I really have a difficult time. Uh, uh, you know, they, they're all from different regions and um, it's hard to tell like how, how strong the CONCACAF region is in relation to the, to the Asian region. Uh, do you have any opinions on that? 
I mean, I, you, you would say that UEFA is the toughest region, so Wales have come through that and have done well to be one of 13 European teams when you look at some of the teams like, you know, Italy that, that have missed out, um, Sweden, you know, some other, other strong teams. So I think, um, you know, Wales have done well. I think, um, you know, USA and Iran are teams that we would expect to qualify. Um, USA did, but not really in any convi- all that convincing matter. And, and Iran, I mean, they've kind of established themselves as one of the top Asian teams. So I think it's not a given, but, um, you know, they should expect to qualify. So I think for Wales, just being here, it's a, it's a bigger achievement for them um, than, than USA or Iran. Uh, are you saying that you uh, kind of agree with them being uh, lower than USA and Iran in these odds and in the FIFA rankings? I, I don't. I, 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 I tend to look towards ELO as we often do. I think they're all fairly competitive. Um, what I would say, though, is that I, I think, you know, obviously Wales being a pot four team that's not really a pot four team um, kind of makes, makes the, um, the rankings less clear. Having watched a fair bit of the USA in Gold Cups and um, and in qualifying, I have to say I'm not convinced by the USA or by their coach, um, Greg Burtholler, who doesn't, I don't think, really knows what his best team is. So I, I think the USA are a bit inflated. I think Iran have done well in World Cup qualifying but haven't proven in the Asian Cup that they're kind of an elite team in the region there. Uh-huh, yeah. um, and, I, and I think Wales are really... Um, a confident team, a together team. Um, you know, they have a player like Gareth Bale that can win a game, but that's built on top of a real defensive um, solidity. So, um, you know, I, I disagree with the odd makers. I'd probably favor Wales out of the out of those three teams. Right. I was just clarifying, but uh, you said a couple of things that I want to address. Like, um, yeah, in terms of uh, regionalism, um, uh, Wales, Wales coming out of Europe uh, is a is a much bigger achievement than USA uh, winning Concacaf and Iran uh, winning Asia. You know, I think uh, I to- I totally disagree with these odds to advance. Wales at twenty percent and USA and Iran at forty seven percent. I would put them all even. Uh, I'm actually getting back to another point you made. Like I might actually put USA a bit lower. I mean, they uh, they do have the grit, and sometimes they find that grit, even though they uh, may not look like they're coming into the tournament with it. They may find it in the tournament. But I got to agree with you about the manager. Like, they brought a B team to the Gold Cup in 2021, and uh, most other teams like Canada were were preparing their team for the 2020 two World Cup qualification, the final round there. Uh, America, all through that qualification, seemed completely confused. Uh, I talked a little bit about when you talked about the population of the U.S. and they have so many players to choose from. That qualification is a process of honing that players down to a squad to meet this World Cup. And I don't think they've done that at all. We pointed out that Jesus Ferreira uh, scored four of their goals in in a recent game. And I haven't even heard of that guy before. I know I I have heard of him. He's he's in and around, but he wasn't one of their forwards. In terms of forwards, they they were uh, toying with uh, Pepe, who looked like he was going to be their forward for a while. 
and uh, um, you name it, like Jordan Morrison. Um, yeah, Zardes. Yeah, and they, they seem to have come to no conclusions, especially uh, especially on the forward line. Do you agree? Like, that would be a real concern for me uh, as an American fan. Yeah, I mean, USA undoubtedly have some great players playing in big leagues like Serginho Dest and, and Kristen Pulisic. But, yeah, you don't see that team very often. Um, you see a lot of tinkering and a lot of experimentation, and I don't think – you know, that's great for going into a World Cup. And I think you can compare them to a Welsh team that's been very consistent and has had a core group of players really since that 2016 Euros. A lot of the guys are still there. They know who their best 11 is, you know, and, and have some new players coming in. So I think it's, you know, that alone makes me favor Wales going into a tournament like this. Yeah, and it actually adds a little bit uh, to Iran too, because I think uh, I think they're closer to the Wales end of things, uh, as opposed to the England and USA uh, end of things, where they have so many players to choose from. England has done uh, better than USA at honing that mm -hmm. uh, into a squad, but um, there's something to be said for that. Uh, maybe second-tier teamsmanship that Iran and Wales have, but they know how to play together. And I, and I think it's easy to write off Iran kind of as an unknown. But, like, let's not forget in the last World Cup, you know, they beat Morocco, they tied Portugal, and were very unlucky to lose to Spain. They collected four points from a very difficult group and nearly advanced. So, you know, they were kind of a, a dark horse team then, and they, they could be again here. Um yeah, I'm actually surprised at the odds before us, uh, uh, the odds to advance, where they're rated the same as the USA, because I thought most people would think uh, uh, the other odds I mentioned about winning the group, where USA and Wales are kind of even, and Iran is way back um, with just a 5% chance. And and uh, I, I, think we, I think Iran is totally going to be overlooked. Maybe that'll be something in their favor. But as you say, anyone who knows their soccer uh, knows that Iran came very close in 2018 to overthrowing either Portugal or Spain. They were kind of unlucky. And um, the, and this is an easier group, in, in a sense, for them to get through. So um, I give them even odds uh, to USA and to Wales. I, I really, even after our discussion, uh, don't know what to what to decide well and, and we mentioned order of games and this this could actually work in wales's favor because they play england last um you know if england beat usa and beat iran and that's a big if you know they may be able to rest players for that final game against wales which could give wales perhaps an advantage and we know wales will be up for the game against england yeah do you think uh, uh england would actually help wales to uh, get through I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you ask a Welsh fan if they would help England, the answer is absolutely not. And and I don't think there's a lot of love the other way. Yeah, but on the other hand, like strategically, they, they I think diff, diff, England would definitely field a B team if they won those first two games. Oh, for sure. and that's, uh, Which and would that's be just, an advantage to Wales. Yeah, and that's in their own self-interest to, to rest some players and get a look at some other players. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Wow, well, Connor, uh, I've been very decisive, I, I believe, but I feel that you're really beating around the bush here. So 
So lay it on me, Connor. How is this group going to turn out? Well, perhaps my bias comes through um, a little bit. Um, I'm going to say England first. I, I, I'm pretty confident about that. I am going to say Wales second. But, but I think it's because Wales do well in tournaments and they have, you know, perhaps the best player in the group in, in Gareth Bale. Um, or maybe that's a bold statement. But I, I think Wales are, are capable of it. Um, I think the USA are overrated. They're a good team and, a, and often a likable team, but I don't think this is the strongest USA t- team we've seen recently. And then I think Iran are, are very capable and I think will make get close and be competitive. Um, so I'm going to go England, Wales, and I'm going to go Iran ahead of the United States. They'll possibly tie it on points. All right. Well, it comes down to uh, my prediction. And I got to say, in in writing it up, I also said England, uh, Wales, Iran, and USA. Uh, I'm actually um, tempted to say Iran in second, but maybe that's just to be uh, contrarian. Uh, I don't think England is is guaranteed as much as a lot of people will think. Uh, And I think their nerves might get to them. I think that's the only thing that can undermine them. Uh, But even with that, I think they'll at least pass. And um, the other three for me is really a roll of the dice. But uh, we talked about Wales having the third game. And I think that might give them a slight advantage, especially if England uh, uh, isn't upset by by, uh, their nerves. Uh, USA's form in qualifying. I don't know whether we would view the World Cup as away games, but, uh, you know, if, if it's an away game, if, if that's what it is for the USA, uh, I would put them last because they're so weak on the road. However, uh, they do sometimes find the grit, which is what I like uh, about the American team. And then I think Iran is completely overlooked and will be much more competitive in this cup uh, than people will give them credit for. So um, I'm going to change my original thing and go England, Iran, Wales, USA. Interesting. Does the uh, does the World Cup being played in Asia factor into your thinking? Oh, man, we definitely should have mentioned that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, we, we know culturally that they're, they're you know, not like the Arab countries and stuff, but they've been playing there. They've been playing against Qatar and, uh, you know, Bahrain and Saudi Arabia. So they'll definitely have an advantage in terms of the the, the terrain, you know, and uh, in terms of the weather, whereas the others might struggle with it. I Yes, that that's why. <laughs> I'm going to change. I'm going to um, rewrite history and say that's why I think they're going to be second. But no, I do. I think it's a big factor. How about you? Yeah, I, I think it will help them and, and it's factored a little bit into my thinking of why I put them ahead of the USA, also considering the USA's poor form. But I, I think they're going to come up just short and, and put Wales second. Yeah, it's funny because I, I have a bit of a bias towards... Uh, Asian teams, I always want to see kind of the weaker regions or the historically weaker regions do well at the Cup. Uh, I should have a bias towards Wales, and I'll be pulling for them to finish second, and and I think it's quite possible uh, to... uh, Really, my overall conclusion is that I really think it's a toss-up between the the three teams, uh, Iran, USA, and Wales. Well, I agree, so I think that's a good point to end with. All right, well, that brings us to the uh, end of the podcast, and thanks for listening. 
Yeah, uh, those who are unfamiliar with our podcast might want to keep listening for some information um, on some of our previous uh, series. But if you're turning off now, goodbye, and we'll hope you will tune in to our next in the series. Okay, uh, further listening. We've done nine different series of podcasts if you're interested in a deeper dive. Uh, some of the information may be dated, but some of the histories focus on different aspects of the team histories, so it can help you to get to know teams more intimately. Yes, as mentioned, this is our 10th series, and we have done at least one series on every region except Oceania. We have files for that region too, and we'll do one down the road so as not to leave them out. But let's go region by region. Uh, right, so Europe, our first series was a group by group podcast on the teams of Euro 2020. Uh, that was played in the summer of 2021. And uh, for South America, we also did a group by group podcast on the teams in Copa America 2021. For North America, we have done three series on CONCACAF. The first was a group by group podcast on the teams in the 2021 Gold Cup. That included a look at Qatar. The second was a preview of the eight teams in the final round of World Cup CONCACAF qualifying. That came with our first player series where we went team by team through the players. The third was an update halfway through that qualification. Yes, and for uh, Asia, we did a group by group podcast on the 12 teams in the final round of World Cup qualifying, and that included a deep dive into each team's World Cup qualifying history. We have done three series on African teams. The first was a group by group podcast on the 24 teams in the 2021 African Cup, played in early 2022. The second, done around the same time, was a team by team series on the players for each of those teams. Third and finally, we have recently concluded a series on almost all teams in Africa, a group by group examination of the 12 qualifying groups for the 2023 African Cup. This included a deep dive into their African Cup history, which was quite extensive. This provides a look into some of the lesser teams that rarely even qualify for the African Cup. Right, and we realize that not everyone is interested in the level of detail that we go into. So starting from that series, the 2023 African Cup series, uh, we're editing our media, media casts into shorter versions. Uh, generally, for groups and teams, this will just be a summary, uh, a summary uh, and discussion segments of the longer podcasts. And for the player, uh, the player ones, just the sections on the squad's overall strength and a list of the uh, main players that we expect to reach the competition. So uh, that's usually two or three groups per episode. Yes, otherwise each long version of the series contains a deep dive into the matter at hand. So if it's African Cup qualification, for example, it's a deep dive into the team's history of African Cup qualification. Or if it's the World Cup qualification, a deep dive into each team's history in qualifying for the World Cup. Right, and all of those podcasts can be found in our library at soccerfiles.captivate.fm. That's soccerfiles with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And uh, we also provide a link to our website and other relevant material in the show notes for each uh, media cast. And in general, uh, to find us, you can type Soccer Files Canada into Google, and uh, it's easy to find your way from there. Or just check out the show notes for this or any of our media casts, and it'll be easy to navigate uh, from there. Mm -hmm.
Okay, see you in our future media casts.